0: Welcome to Sustainability Podcast. Our podcast brings you interviews with innovative pioneers, change makers, young leaders, social workers, academicians, and industry thought leaders related to the field of sustainable supply chain. Our goal is to provide sustainability professionals, young managers, academicians, and anyone who is eager to make a sustainable impact. And I'm your host, Vishali Beth. Today our guest is Catherine Brost. She is working with DHL for more than 18 years. DHL is the international courier, parcel and express mail division of the German logistics company Deutsche Post DHL. Deutsche Post DHL is the world's largest logistic company. The company delivers over 1 billion parcels every year. Catherine is leading DHL Global Forwarding's Go Green Department with its Environmental Protection Program, Go Green, since 2009. In this role, she has developed and implemented the division's Go Green strategy, emission and efficiency reporting, evaluation and awards, as well as employee awareness and engagement activities. Her co-competence is consulting customers how to improve the sustainability of their supply chains and leverage business benefits at the same time. Catherine has been instrumental in the development of several Go Green customer offerings such as Carbon Dashboard, Green Dunmer, and other transparency solutions. In her previous role as project management for DHL Consulting, the internal management consultancy of Deutsche Post DHL, Catherine worked in international projects in the area of performance improvement, customer service strategy and business development. Catherine holds a master's degree in geology from University of Hanover and a master's in environmental management practice from Durham University. So today we will be talking with Catherine about sustainability in supply chain. Hi, Catherine. Welcome to our show. Uh, Hi. Thanks a lot for having me on your show. So, Catherine, here is our first question. Sustainability is a global topic today. What does it mean for DPDHL as a service provider company? Well, sustainability is obviously very important for us. And uh,
1: this is why we have even included in our corporate strategy, we have four strategic goals. For our customers, we want to be the provider of choice. For our employees, we want to be the employer of choice. And for our investors, we want to be the investment of choice. But most importantly, um, we we have a fourth goal, and this is we want to be the benchmark for a responsible business practice. And um, this is really a quite different and very important for us. And we are, well, probably the largest logistics company in the world and we feel we have a special responsibility and um, this is also reflected in our group's purpose which is um, connecting people improving life so we we really tried to embed sustainability at the heart of our strategy
0: right and dhl has a very unique program called go green can you give us more insight into the go green program yeah, sure. So go green is basically the program
1: where we make sure that um, environmental uh, sustainability is incorporated in our strategy and everything um, we do, and. Um, The program's main objective is uh, to reduce emissions or even avoid emissions and greenhouse gases, uh, air pollutions, wherever possible. And we have a very ambitious long-term aspiration. And this is by the year 2050, we want to reduce all logistics-related emissions to zero.
0: And when this program was started, Go Green? Uh, Go Green was
1: originally uh, launched in the year 2008. Uh, Back then, our aspiration was to um, become 30% more efficient by the year 2020. Mm -hmm. And that goal was achieved um, four years earlier in 2016. So that's when we decided um, to to launch uh, Mission uh, 2050, which is the successor of our first Go Green program.
0: Okay. And maybe reinventing logistics to become emissions neutral in the next three decades is clearly a huge challenge. Can you shed more light in this domain? Yeah, of course. Uh, It it is is a very uh, big challenge, but we um,
1: believe that it's perfectly achievable. Um, with the help of new technologies, um, with uh, dedication and expertise from our own employees, but most importantly, by collaborating with our um, customers and, and service partners. 2050 is still a long uh, way ahead. So that's why we've given ourselves interim targets because um, we believe you you have to have a plan. It's not good enough just to have a long-term aspiration. You really need to have clear milestones. And this is uh, why we've set ourselves um, interim targets for the year 2025. So it's four goals, the global goal, the local goal, A customer goal and a people goal. So the the global target, the global goal is um, about um, continuing to to increase our carbon efficiency by by, uh, 50% compared to our 2007 levels. Our local target, and this is what's new because the original Go Green program only had the efficiency target, but our Mission 2050 program is so much more comprehensive and inclusive. So the local target is um, about reducing local air pollution and emissions um, in the cities where we operate. And we want to make sure that at least 70% of our own first and last mile services are done with clean pickup and delivery solutions, bicycles or electric vehicles. The next target, um, our economic target or customer target, this is about um, really um, working jointly with our customers by providing them uh, green solutions. And the goal is that at least 50% of our sales incorporates clean uh, green solutions for our customers. And The last target is very unique. Um, This is our so-called people target. I believe so far we are the only company with such um, a clear uh, target um, uh, focusing on employees. But our goal is to certify 80% of our employees as uh, we call them go green specialists because we believe that it's key to empower our people by providing them knowledge, but also processes to engage, to come up with ideas how to make um, supply uh, chains um, more efficient and and, and greener. And on top of that, uh, we aim to plant 1 million trees um, every year. So if you look at the Mission 2050 program, it's it's all about cooperating. It's um, a joint effort between employees, customers and carriers so that uh, supply chains um, can become truly sustainable.
0: Interestingly, you touched upon the customer regarding the employee side. So can you just tell us how your employees feel after being involved in these initiatives? Well, uh, in general, they
1: um, are getting really excited and want to do more. So what we experienced is that uh, people want to engage and then they want to be part of this journey. And um, every time they take a training or they take part in one of our uh, engagement activities, they, they're they very inspired and they want to do even more.
0: Wow. And it brings me to my next question. How do you achieve business success through sustainable supply <laughs> chain management? Hmm. That That's a very interesting
1: question because...
0: Uh, traditionally
1: supply chain management was all about reducing cost and improve the on-shelf availability of goods so sustainable supply chain uh, management is, is a new approach. And maybe it, it's good to look at the original definition of um, sustainability. And um, one of my, my favorite division uh, definitions is uh, coming from the, the Brundtland report, where sustainability is defined as meeting the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their own needs. And I think this is what's new when uh, you look at uh, sustainable supply chain management, because whatever parameters might affect um, future generations are now mm-hmm. taking into account. So be it energy usage, emissions, especially CO2, water consumption, waste. If we don't look at these parameters, then our future generation might have a a problem and um, this is what um, sustainable supply chain management does it's adding um, sustainability parameters into the equation so it's no longer just cost and speed but it's also things like for example co2 emissions and if you think about it it's not just um an ethical dimension. It's not just about preserving uh, resources for a future generation. There's also very, very strong business case um, about it because um, we see more and more regulations coming in and um, also resources are getting more and more scarce. So if you can manage to reduce your, your transport costs by looking into modal shift, if you can reduce products or, or materials, all this is is helping um, to to save cost, or if you look at it from a different perspective, if you don't look into these things, you're also putting your business as a risk. So it makes perfect sense to to sh- switch from the traditional supply chain management to a more sustainable supply chain management.
0: So you have already touched on the sustainable supply chain. Now the next question is creating transparency. And I believe that creating transparency is a key driver for building a company's reputation. And DHL has done this really well in the past years and in the present. How do you think companies can plan to achieve in creating transparency in their global supply chain? Yeah, transparency is indeed um key but
1: what i also see is that um companies are starting to measure many different things at the same time and um i believe that um less is more so what i always recommend um to to, to companies to um also our our customers is uh to focus to focus on those um, uh, sustainability criteria which are most uh, critical or most material to a company, and focus on three, four, five different KPIs, but those KPIs truly measure them, incorporate them uh, with your other business um, KPIs, and then uh, most importantly follow up on your progress. And um, that, I believe, is already a key. Um, success or it, it will actually allow you to to execute your, your project plan and also to then meet your targets.
0: It makes me curious to ask you that do you believe that customers have become more demanding in the needs for their sustainability? Now, I
1: wouldn't say that they have become um, more demanding but uh, for sure they are more interested. So we receive a lot of question on our sustainability program, and um, customers um, started to develop their own set of criteria. So, yeah, um, definitely the interest is incre- interest is increasing.
0: Great, and maybe how sustainable supply chain management overall can help strengthen a company's reputation and mitigate risk.
1: Yeah there are many different aspects um, of sustainable um, supply chain management I think a very good starting point is um, sourcing uh, so the resources the raw material because there's um, that that's probably the area where we can see the the biggest uh, potential risks and sourcing and procurement have become incredibly complex Um processes nowadays. So um, again, I believe that here collaboration, partnership uh, is is key. So the more you work with your partners, the more you know about um, your suppliers, uh, um, the better you can also manage uh, your risks and especially in in consumer retail. And I know that from myself, when when I go in shops and procure um, uh, different products, be it food or uh, be it uh, shirts, Um, I I do care and people do care more about uh, what is this company doing? Is this company a sustainable company? Mm -hmm. Do they uh, take care about child labor? Is... um, there's a fair trade product, etc. So I believe that there's a lot of opportunity, but on the other hand, there's also a lot of risk uh, because consumers will turn away from products with a bad reputation or where they have the impression that um suppliers are either not treated well or where these uh, suppliers uh, um, produce uh, goods raw material in a way that might be harmful to to, um, the local environment. So I do think there's a lot of opportunity but a lot of risk in that area as well.
0: Catherine, thank you for laying foundation for our next episode and I will not touch on sourcing right now because we will be coming up with a new episode on sustainable procurement. But for this episode, last question, it's no surprise that many large multinational corporations are paying increased attention to sustainability-oriented frameworks. What sustainable supply chain looks like to you maybe three years down the line? So I would definitely expect more transparency,
1: Um but also more standards to comply with and um, more labels. So I imagine that when we go into a shop in three years from from now, there'll be clearly labels telling you how sustainable is this product. I also expect that we will have better data transparency and that therefore supply chains can be run even more efficiently and my big hope is that uh, we will also have uh, more sustainable fuels and uh, infrastructure for sustainable fuels so that we can truly decarbonize um, um, transport in future.
0: Great and maybe just to wrap up this episode what are your last thoughts on sustainable supply chain? I think it's there, it's coming, and it's also the right thing to do. Great. Thank you, Catherine. And it's not time to say goodbye, but we will meet you in our next episode. Thank you. I look forward to speaking to you again. That's it from this episode from Sustainability. We would love to hear from you. If you have any feedback, ideas, questions, or any suggestions for our next guest, please email them to us. If you like our episode, we will be happy to see you subscribe, rate and review our podcast. Till then, happy sustainability.